0: So welcome back again to the second part of Come See Inspirations. My name is John Keeley, still joined by Shane Ambrose. And this week we continue to listen to a reflection from the Novena to Our Lady of Knock, held early on this year. Today's talk is by Lauren Conroy, who shares about her faith journey. Lauren is a student, a fifth-year student, at St. Louis Community School, Kiltymock in the west of Ireland. She has been a member of the school chaplaincy team, providing monthly scripture reflection videos, which were broadcast on the Knock Shrine website, a project which began during lockdown to offer people at home some engagement and daily prayer. Lauren also enjoys to sing and play music in her spare time. We'll finish this part of our podcast by listening to Vanimar Jensen and Tom Kensier singing this little Light of mine. But in the meantime, let's listen to...
1: Lauren Conroy. If you have faith, you can do things like this and much more. You can even say to the mountain, may you be lifted up and thrown into the sea. The message from the scripture this evening, even from the first reading, is our strength of faith comes from, uh, obviously, our belief in the Lord, but that gets tested, as we all know, and as we have alluded to right throughout the course of this novena. And our faith story It just doesn't come from thin air. Our faith story comes from the people around us, our families, our friends, people that we associate with, the community, all of that, people in faith, from our practice, just doesn't come from thin air. It has to come from somewhere, and it has to be built upon as well. Speaking to us this evening is uh, Lauren Conroy, who will explore her own faith story in relation to that. It gives us a sense of our own faith, ...that we ask questions of our own and our own faith can be up and down, as we all know. But if we trust in the Lord, he will carry us through. Lauren Conroy.
2: Good evening, everyone. My name is Lauren Conroy. I'm a fifth-year student just down the road in St. Louis Community School in Kelchma. I'm also part of the Chaplaincy team in the school... And perhaps this is one of the reasons why I've been asked to share my faith story with you all today. It is a story of who I am as a young person of faith and how my faith has remained such an important part of my life, especially during a time when many would understand if we were at least a little lost. My faith journey began before I can even remember, when my parents christened me. Ever since then, my parents have always brought me to 10 o'clock Mass in Kelshma every Sunday morning. It has been such a ritual in our lives that we even have a certain seat in the church that we still sit in today. I cannot remember a lot about my younger years at Mass, but I do distinctly remember participating in the Good Friday ceremonies in a very unorthodox way, much like a child would when having a bedtime story read to them. I'm sure you can all recall Jesus' comment to Peter about him denying that he knew Jesus in the lead-up to his trial in Jerusalem. For me, I waited until I heard the line, before the cock crows three times, and then I would shout out, cock-a-doodle-doo, putting a smile on people's faces around me, much to the embarrassment of my mother. However, I soon grew up and was able to understand faith more deeply, and in recent times have come to realise for myself, much like Peter, how easy it can be to deny your faith depending on who you're in company with. I made my first Holy Communion when I was eight years old. My job for the big day was decorating the altar before Mass, and I do remember being excited about receiving the host. The preparation ahead of the day was a real family event, My entire family came with me to choose my communion dress, and lots of extended family came home for the day. It was extra special too, because I made my first Holy Communion alongside my twin cousins, so it was a big family celebration for us all. I received lots of rosary beads and prayer books from everyone, but one thing I remember getting was a cross and chain from my grandparents. They said, keep this safe, Lauren, this is special. Reflecting on my faith story, I can really see that it has been generational for me. My faith was handed down to me by my parents and their parents before that. During primary school, I took part in the school choir and sang at the Christmas Day Masses and celebrations. I was even chosen to play Mary in the Christmas Nativity play and felt very important to have been given such a prestigious role. When I was old enough, I would also serve at mass and from here, I had a very different experience, feeling relied upon and important both at the same time. One Mass in particular I remember serving was the late Father Paddy Kilcoyne's Golden Jubilee. He was such a wonderful priest, kind and wise, and always so grateful to everyone who helped out in the parish. He also popped in and out of school, taking a keen interest in the lives of all his parishioners. I will remember him fondly for many years to come. Another milestone in my faith life was my confirmation. For this, I picked the name Julia after my nanny who'd passed away four months before I was confirmed. As she was the only grandparent that would not be with me on the day, I wanted to honour her and the faith she'd passed on to me, and of course, to feel she was with me on this special day in my life. That year in particular, Father Kilcoyne made a special effort to visit us in school and talk to us each week. He would tell us lots of stories about Jesus and how we were to model our lives on him. Some of the stories of Jesus that I enjoyed learning about the most were the parables he told and miracles he performed. My favorite miracle stories were the ones about Jesus healing others, that in times of sickness Jesus may help to make you better. It was through these stories that I came to understand that God helps you through difficult and hard times in your life and in times of sickness. As I grow older, I'm only now beginning to understand what that actually means, and that it is not always in ways that you would ask for or expect. When I moved into secondary school, it was obviously a big change, as it is for any young person. I remembered my Nana talking about being involved in the Legion of Mary in her parish. She really enjoyed being in the Legion of Mary and she was chosen to crown Our Lady with flowers. Her favourite hymn was Queen of the May. I heard about the Chaplaincy team that was in the school. They organised times of prayer and religious services in the school. As I was doing this outside of school, I wanted to take it up in school too. I had known from my own experience and from the joy I saw my nana have had with the Legion of Mary that having a faith group to whom I belonged would be something that I too would enjoy. The Chaplaincy team is a group of students who discuss faith and mark moments of faith and celebration throughout the school year. It is led by a very special lady in my school called Miss Trish O'Brien. She is very talented and has given me the encouragement and belief in myself to share my faith story with you all today. Our school is very lucky to have such a wonderful chaplain to encourage and support all of our students. A few examples of the work of the chaplaincy team would be the November services, the Christmas carol services, Ash Wednesday services and Eucharistic adoration. We have also created sacred spaces in our school, had La days which have included random acts of kindness and this year we even put our own retreat together. However, during the lockdown, something unique happened for us as a team. The Tuesday Scripture Reflection Group was formed. For those of you that don't know what that is, students from the Chaplaincy team chose a piece of scripture and reflected on the meaning of that scripture passage. We then chose a song or a hymn and a prayer and made a video of our reflections from a young person's faith point of view. It was broadcast every Tuesday evening here at Knock Shrine after the 7.30 Mass. This was a lovely group to be part of. It gave us, as young people, time to think and reflect on the deeper meaning of the scriptures, and it was time for ourselves also. Now, I won't lie to you, it was no easy task by any means. Once we had reflected on the piece and figured out what thoughts we were going to share with the world, we'd huge IT challenges, mainly how we would record the video and put the whole piece together, and merge all of that with what someone else on the team had recorded in their own home. At first, we didn't think we would manage it, but now, looking back, it was something to do that was worthwhile during the lockdown, and meant a lot to us, because it was our way of coming together that had a purpose, and also helped so many others. It was a great way of continuing with the Pope John Paul II award, For this award, we had to give 20 hours of our time to the community and 20 hours to our parish. When we went into lockdown, I was thinking of a way to continue on with this award. And when the opportunity arose, I was more than happy to take part. I completed the Pope John Paul II award, despite the pandemic. And I'm very proud to be able to say that. This year, I'm continuing on with the award having applied for the papal cross. As part of my community hours for this award, I became a big sister to the new first years in our school. I have always been taught that faith is empty without action. The very example of Jesus teaches us the importance of walking in the shoes of another and alongside them as they take their first steps. Beginning post-primary is said to be one of the most difficult times in the lives of a young person. Big brother, big sister helps first years settle into school. As a big sister, I try my best to help and guide the first years in my care as best I can. I was a first year only a few short years ago, so I just know how difficult the change can be coming from primary to secondary. I give my best advice and try to ease any worry they may have throughout the year. It has really been a rewarding experience for me because I know that giving of myself has made a difference in the lives of others and has given them the chance to be happier in school. I pray every night right before I go to sleep. I ask God for a blessing on everyone in the family, including the dogs. My image of God is of someone who is always there guiding you, even though you may not know it. Now, you can't be asking him for a PlayStation or new makeup, but I do often find myself asking God to look after people for me. At the age of 17, I ask myself, where is my faith now? Faith is very important to me. I do struggle to get up in time for Mass some mornings and I do have a part-time job and school to juggle as well. But I still always make time for God in my life. To everyone here tonight and to young people in particular, I would say this. Faith is something precious. It's yours. Nobody can ever take it away from you. Trust in Jesus. He is always with us no matter what. I know some young people who might think having faith and believing in Jesus isn't the coolest thing, but do try and say a prayer daily to look around to find what you can be grateful for in your life and to get to Mass when you can. Faith is a gift. It's hope and prayer. It's trusting in God and knowing he's there. Faith gives us courage to tackle the seemingly impossible as well as the determination to see it through. This for me is like my motto in life and reminds me that there is no challenge that I cannot face knowing that God is with me. In return, I must choose to face challenges that come in my way in life because I can trust that no matter how steep the climb, I am never alone. I know that in many ways I am the exception today. I've been extremely blessed and very lucky to have such role models in my family to pass on their faith to me And the gift they have given me is not to be afraid of how faith can shape you if you trust in God. I would like to share my examples of this with you, if I may. My examples are my grandfather's. My grandfather Don is a very religious person. From a young age, he went to Mass every day and said the rosary every evening with his family. He passed this tradition down to my mother and her siblings, who in their turn passed it on to us the grandchildren. He inspires me because he's taught me how to be a good person and how to live a good life and learn from Jesus. He's an active member of the congregation in his local church. He worked for Knox Shrine, dedicating his life to helping others. This was recognised when he was awarded the Benimirenti Medal in 2010. When writing my reflection for the Pope John Paul II award, I was asked about someone who inspired me, and it was him. His faith became the reason why he helped others. It has given him joy, hope and kindness that I can only dare to dream of. As I mentioned previously, part of the award is to get involved as a volunteer in your community. So I joined the Young St. Vincent de Paul Conference in my school. This was something that was close to my own heart as my other Grandad Billy was one of the founding members who established the St. Vincent de Paul Conference in Kelshma. When I joined Young St. Vincent de Paul, I knew I wanted to help people in my school and somehow mirror a little of the work my grandad had been involved in. I was honoured to be elected the chairperson of our youth conference and we did lots of things in our school that have helped our students. We set up a stationery shop so students could buy all their stationary needs at affordable prices or for free if they hadn't any money with them. We did a uniform drive to recycle school uniforms at the end of the year. And we did several fundraisers during the run-up to Christmas also. As I said earlier, faith for me means so much more when it is accompanied by action. When you see how helping someone out of a tough time can make such a difference, you begin to understand the commandment, love one another. It is very much an act that keeps on giving. The more you love the other person, the more you feel the love of others yourself. It really is that simple. From a young age, my parents brought me to the Novena. We would attend as many of the nine nights as we could. As a child, the highlight of the evening was the candlelight procession and saying the rosary. I might have missed a prayer or two, trying to blow out my brother's candle, but it was all part of the tradition. My mother was also part of the Knock folk group, who always sang on the 15th of August, and if I was lucky enough, I was allowed to join them. My mother loved being part of the folk group and this is where my love of music also developed. We as a family would bring up the gifts also and so attending the Novena was something we did as a family and were involved in as a family. On an evening like this, it is very hard for me to believe that this is where I am right now. This is now part of my faith story, sharing with you where my my faith has led me so far in my life. I know my family are very proud of me Not because I'm standing here, but because of who I am and how I'm shaping up. But I've never been on this journey by myself. I've held the hand of God who loves me and I've trusted in him. I know that this is very much the beginning, that I'm being molded and shaped by the people of faith in my life. And for that, I'm very grateful. Christ is behind me in the grandparents I've been so lucky to have known and loved. Christ is beside me in the family, my parents and brother, that I am so blessed to have. And Christ is on my right and left in the people I meet everywhere I go. May all of you find Christ all around you every day of your life. Amen.